0: the following program has mature content and offensive material. If you are easily offended or you can't take a joke, please do, please do not listen. 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 Well, look, I'm giving you something to do while you're listening to this, while I read to you with poor diction a, a, a fucking, on a five-year-old level. I read to you... Court rules Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos are legally people. With April, everybody got quiet like I was starting a prayer at fucking Thanksgiving or some shit. (laughs) The dog jumped up and started running around. Thanks for the new nightmare material! The old monsters were getting kind of boring! I'm like Joe Rogan, but I, I moved from North Carolina to Virginia for the perks. <laughs> How about me being full of shit today? <laughs> That's funny as hell. Okay, so uh, what in what order do you want to talk about these? Uh, worst countries, the list of films considered to be the worst of all time. And who are the Island Boys, which is also the worst thing that I can fucking come up with. If somebody said, hey... Can I put something on the internet that will put you in a bad mood? I would say yes! Why don't you share those fucking island boys with me? God damn, if Annoyance had a look, it would be two dumb fucks in their hot tub talking about my rich daddy bought me some tattoos. Look, I didn't tell you... <laughs> I didn't tell you this, but I did put it on Facebook a little while back is, uh, the Island Boys is what happens when your parents can't buy you into a good college. You know, uh, yeah, (laughs) the dog's leaving the room. The dog's like, okay, he's bitching. All right. And, uh, if you haven't heard of the Island Boys, do not go search for them because just looking at them will put you in a bad mood for three days. Uh, yeah, they are. They are proof that there are people in the world that just get way, way, way too much money from their mommy and daddy. They're not on my channel, <laughs> dude. They, they are a waste of fucking oxygen. I cannot stand these dumb fucks. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, they they be, they have become an internet sensation. Apparently. Uh, you are listening to Shit Talk and Salty Clickbait, and that is exactly what I'm going to deliver you here about these island dumb fucks, The island boys, probably from somewhere in Florida, with way too much fucking money, sitting there methed out of their minds, playing with a fucking tattoo gun they got for Christmas. Look, when the white kids start laughing, I'm done. I change the channel. If it's fucking Eminem, uh, you know whatever you like Eminem. Man, yeah, I see a lot. He but he's funny. I mean, yeah, he's won me over. But these guys—that's why I like him because he's funny. They have yeah okay. These so like Milli Vanilli, but they never had a contract and all that. The, of these are like mellow vanilla. Yeah. yeah, Milli Vanilli. Uh, you always kind of wanted to hate him anyway, and then you laughed when everybody found out that they were faking it the whole time. Yeah, if you were like me... The, the, I was, Frankie Venegas and Alex Venegas are Florida identical twins. I could have told you that. Born on the 16th of July in 2001. They go by the rap names Kodiak Red and Fly Soldier, respectively. I'll call them dumbass number one or dumbass number two. I call them the island (laughs) boys. And they're from West Palm Beach, Florida. I knew they were from fucking Florida. But they say that they're from an island. Yo, dumb fuck. (laughs) Florida is not quite what we would call an island. They are from West Palm Beach, Florida, and grew up in a single family home with their mother since their dad passed when they were only six years old. Now, that would suck. He must have left them all the tattoo ingredients and stuff that they need. Yeah. They're all, they're both tatted. I mean, what, for the boobs up? Well, yeah, they didn't they didn't want to get any fucking tattoo ink on their nipples. I mean they're not crazy. While they attended good schools, they became troublemakers and even posted videos of them with house arrest bracelets on social media. Oh look, we are the worst white kids. when the white kids have dreadlocks, I'm done. I'm fucking done. They said they had been arrested since they were 13 for burglaries and robberies and even got held up in different juvenile centers. Yeah. They're trying to ex- expose themselves as yeah. No, they're fuck they have money. They live in West Palm Beach. They have they're money. Trying. Trying. They have money. Their mom has money. They, God damn, if there was fucking annoyance, a picture of annoyance, Kodiak Red and Fly Soldier. Fly Soldier, he looks like a clown that still has the wig on, took all his makeup off, he's like, I'm a sad clown. He looks like he's trying to be serious with his hair. Oh, they're trying, yeah, well, I mean, they're trying to look tough because these are mugshots. So they're trying to fucking, yeah, Exactly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> god damn. Well, they beat you up for some Mike and Ikes. Frankie Vinegas is a singer. Okay, we need to put some big old quotes around this singer and songwriter. From Indiana, who currently resides in New York, while Alex still lives in Florida. So, what you're saying is, (laughs) the Island Boy is from fucking Indiana. Yeah. Okay. They're the Indiana Boys. Yeah. Not the fucking Island Boys. God damn it. Look. These things look like the taste of shit. I'm just saying... If 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 I had to equate the pain in my face, the pain in my brain these assholes get, god damn. Get rid of this shit. Frank was one of, Frank was the one who had the greatest influence in the creation of the Island Boys. He fell down and hit his head as he was the first one to start the music spark. Hey, he's got 357,000 followers and 20 posts on Instagram. Those are the best followers money can buy. Saying your article isn't true yeah. <laughs> you, your article isn't true. It was the other way around. I was the, THA one who came up with Island Boy. Okay, hold on. All right, so what kind of non shorthand shit is this? These motherfuckers are like Malibu's most wanted. You remember that with with Jamie Kennedy? Do you remember the fucking Malibu's most wanted, the most fucking vanilla ice ass dumb ass bullshit played by Jamie Kennedy? You don't remember that? God damn. Previously, the rapper went by the name Dumb Fuck, but it never worked out. Red 4X, but later changed it to Kodiak Red after a, a lot of marijuana. Many people describe Frankie as the calm one between the twins and say that his charm attracts viewers, lies, flies, and listeners. They're hell of an artist. They can draw flies like no one I've ever seen. Before the current song put them on the charts, they bought their way onto the charts. They were like, look, radio ain't making no money. Play my (laughs) album. Play my stupid ass song. Before the current song put them on the charts, what fucking charts are they talking about? What charts? The dumbass charts? People who got likes on fucking TikTok is now trending On the radio, before their current song put them on the charts, they had previously collaborated on songs like Smoke and Rain with different success levels. Yes, one got 27 views on YouTube, while the other one only got 13. People are much more interested in in Smoke than Rain. Rain kind of sucks. Smoke might sound like something's going on. But when you see the white kids get the grills and have the big stupid fucking dreadlocks and you're like, please. Oh my God, can I bust just... Anyway, while one of the twins has been in the music industry for about a year now, they have suddenly become a social media sensation that'll last 15 minutes, while the other has led larger, a larger social media following on all the platforms, especially TikTok, the best following money can buy. You know what, it's a thousand likes is like 20 bucks, right? Something like that. This is the thanks to them performing their song, which has the iconic line, I'm an island boy in a hot tub. You know, I'm a little teacup. Fuck you. I don't give a fuck about these. God damn, what some dumb fucking bullshit. People have used the island boy hashtag on different platforms and also created their versions of the song, which has increased its popularity. Okay. So that's the Island Boy. The Island Boy's, uh, you know, red, red dick and dumb fuck. I, God damn. Dude. Look, there are starving children in the world and these motherfuckers are wasting shitloads of money on some ridiculous tattoos. They've never worked a fucking day in their life. I hate their dad died when they were six years old, but it sure is apparent they did not have any male guidance growing up. That wasn't on a rap album or whatever. Hey, gang, we're going to talk about Reefer Madness. I was uh, doing a top ten list asking myself what is a good top 10 thing we could talk about here today and i know that some of you have not heard of this and some of you had heard of this and some of you have seen it some of you never seen it but there was a movie that came out in 1936 called reefer madness It would be such a different movie nowadays, wouldn't it? It'd be like, look at the length of this bud, damn. No, Reefer Madness, 1936. Uh, I'm going to read to you what Wikipedia said, just because I wanted to talk about it for a little bit. Reefer Madness, originally released as Tell Your Children, and sometimes titled or subtitled as The Burning Question, Dope Addict, Dope Youth, and Love Madness. Now, Love Madness... Love Madness, baby. That's interesting. She likes some Love Madness. Good gracious. Mm -hmm. Woo! Love Madness is a 1936 American exploitation (laughs) film and propaganda work revolving around the melodramatic events that ensue when high school students are lured by pushers to try marijuana lured by pushers. Psst. hey kid, <laughs> come here. Isn't that some clean-cut kid? Yes, sir, how can I help you? Come here, kid, I want to talk to you for a minute. Here, put this marijuana in a needle and shoot it in your veins. Well, gee, mister, marijuana is bad. No, it's not. Here, load it in a needle, bend over, I'm going to show you how. From a hit-and-run accident to manslaughter, suicide, attempted rape, and descent into madness. Pacific Standard wrote that Reefer Madness was one of the first films ever to be considered transcendentally bad. Transcendentally bad. And Leonard Maltin called it the granddaddy of all worst movies. Las Vegas City Life named it the worst ever runner-up to Plan 9 from Outer Space. And News.com, the Aussie version, considered it a disastrous turned cult classic due to its terrible acting and exaggerated drug-addicted stereotypes. The film was inspired by a number of parodies, including an off-Broadway musical satire in a 2005 film based on the musical. So there you go. That was Reefer Madness, and uh, that and okay, so who's making money? As of 1936. Who's, who's making money off of it, though? Okay. Because, see, it used to be way back in like 32, I think. And earlier, there was weed and stuff, just like there was cocaine and Coca Cola way back when. All these good things. I, I don't know. You know what? We got? Hold on. I'm Googling i am no jamie marijuana has been (laughs) (laughs) marijuana has been illegal at the federal level since 1937 when did reefer madness come out we just told you the federal government continues to spell marijuana and cannabis marihuana as it classifies it as a schedule one controlled substance su- substance alongside hallucinogens lsd peyote heroin most opiates methaqualone, and ecstasy mm. all of these things that make you feel good supposed yeah. It, yeah, all of these things that can can make you feel good. Now, heroin, opiates, uh, methaqualone and ecstasy. I uh I know opiates, but I mean they no, they're okay as long as you have a prescription. That's why you have people addicted to these things because oh, I need to get my fucking pain pills, right? But as long as I have a prescription, I'm good. Yep. And there are a bunch of people and not any pain. I can't have pain. And then you gotta buy some more pills so you can shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm happy with with softener. what um with what Virginia has done. I don't think I think six plants is better than four plants, but I think the uh, the whole, you know, you can you have a plant limit. You can you can uh, provide all your own stuff. You can grow whatever you, you want. Just grow your own weed in your backyard if you want to. And don't sell it. Yeah, yeah, don't sell it to anybody. Don't do any stupid shit with it. But if you want to grow for your own use, fuck yeah. And if you want to give some to your friend, like it's a, you know, <laughs> like... What's the difference between, like, here's some of this. Like, here's some tomatoes I grew in my garden. Here's some peppers I grew in my garden. Here's some bud I grew in my garden. Flower, you know what it's called now? Flower. Uh, bud, yeah, the flower. Uh, yeah, so why would people make it illegal well, no, it was made legalized, but the U.S. only had the one stamp, and you had to have that stamp right. for it to be legalized, and they put that shit in a vault, and <laughs> only provided that one stamp, and it was done for, like, 15 years, and said shit about it. I think it coincides with the pharmaceutical industry. I really do. I think they've been holding that shit down for 100 fucking years, and they got it over on every goddamn body. You know, like I keep saying, look, rich people is protect other rich people. That's how they stay rich. The whole thing about government, is just rich people doing things for rich people. You know, you can grow this substance in your yard. Oh, well, we don't want that. Hell no. Don't do that shit. What are they saying here? The thing is, the drug wasn't always prohibited. No, it used to be a fucking... Well, I'm just going to read to you this little blurb here. The drug hasn't always been prohibited. Anglo-Americans and Europeans have known about marijuana's medicinal benefits since at least the 1830s. Around that time, Sir William Brooke O'Shaughnessy did I say that right? O'Shaughnessy? I sure did it. An Irish doctor studying in India documented that cannabis extracts could ease cholera symptoms like stomach pain and vomiting. By the late 19th century, Americans and Europeans could buy cannabis extracts at pharmacies and doctor's offices to help with stomach aches, migraines, inflammation, insomnia, and other ailments, and a shitload of things. I suffer from chronic stomach problems that I've had ever since I was about five years old, and, and I have sleep April has sleep problems. And Restless Leg Syndrome. Be glad you don't know what that is. (laughs) You got Restless Pinky Toe. That's what you got. Annoying. (laughs) Hitler's teeth reveal dictator's cause of death. A new analysis of Adolf Hitler's teeth and bones puts to rest questions of how he died. That's right, I clicked on clickbait while telling you about other clickbait and island boy bullshit. That's right. In a new study, French scientists analyzed fragments of Adolf Hitler's teeth to prove once and for all that he died in 1945 after taking cyanide and shooting himself in the head. That's kind of like suspenders and a belt. I'm not so sure Just the cyanide's going to sure. gonna do it. Yeah. So let me shoot myself in the head. But it's I don't actually a pretty good idea. Well, why the fuck are you going to take the pill? I don't know. There what there was a a movie that we saw was it Project Valkyrie? It was something where the guy shoots himself in the head, but he didn't realize that he shot himself in the head. Mm-hmm. Or or he was like what did oh. he say? He was oh. like, "Did the gun go off?" or something like that yeah. is what he said after he shot himself. And then the other guy was like, Jesus Christ, put him out of his misery. The research published in the uh, European Journal of Internal Medicine in May of 2018, yes, they went back in time to find a conspiracy, seeks to end the conspiracy theories about Adolf Hitler's death through scientific analysis of the dictator's teeth and skull our study proves that hitler died in 1945 lead study author philippe charlier told afp the teeth are authentic there is no possible doubt that's what he said he had kind of an indian accent kind of a neat guy though it's widely established that hitler died in his bunker in berlin rumors of his escape abound. sure just like, like uh, Saddam Hussein. Philippe Carlier. 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 It's Philippe. 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 Carlier. Yeah. It's French. What about him? Uh, I was thinking how it was. Good. You just wanted to bitch about how I said his name wrong? No, no. I was just talking about the different ways they say things. Okay. Your dog's barking. Though it's widely established that Hitler died in his bunker in the Berlin. Rumors of his escape abound. Their research proves that he did not flee to Argentina in a submarine. You know, I always thought guys in submarines were uh, compensating. He is not in a hidden base in Antarctica or on the dark side of the moon, said Charlie A., Well, where is he? What happened to his ashes? Look, here's all I got to say. These motherfuckers had access to his teeth. Okay, where is the rest of him? Somewhere else. In late April 1945, as Soviet forces stormed Berlin, Hitler made plans for his suicide, including testing... SS supplied cyanide pills on his Alsatian blondie and dictating a final will and testament. I wonder if he held up his little cigar when he did it. Two days earlier, Mussolini had been shot and publicly hanged by his feet in a suburban square in Milan, Italy. A similar fate seemed inevitable. So all these Jewish people are going to come out, all these Jewish people are going to come out with their damn rolling pins, they got sharpened falafels, they're going to fuck his ass up. Late on April 30th, the bodies of Hitler and his new wife, Eva Brun were found in the bunker with a bullet hole in Hitler's temple. He's barking at the picture. He's barking at the Hitler picture. Yes. That is the worst mustache I have ever fucking seen. You know, look, I I don't understand how somebody gets so pissed off they want to kill a bunch of, like, singular people. But, good Lord, my stepdad is from freaking Germany. And he talks about, well... He talk. He talks about Trump in the way that um, that a lot of people talk about Hitler. But yeah, I don't do politics. I do not do politics. I lost a friend in two thousand twelve because of politics, and I said I'm just not gonna do politics. But he talk. He talks a lot about Trump and how he's just like Hitler. Meanwhile, you know, Trump wasn't trying to push a vaccine on me. Uh, the top ten worst countries country music songs the worst countries uh, and this is gonna be by jacob oster at expedition everywhere.com And this is as he wrote it now this list has got often gotten me into trouble obviously every country can be nice and every country has nice people even though they may for various reasons live in a challenged country the list below is my very subjective opinion based on my own personal experience i apologize if I hereby offend the often very hospitable and welcoming people living in these countries. Cover my ass, is that, is cover my ass. Yeah, I'm covering my ass in case you're reading this clickbait. 10, the Ukraine, old school Russian, low service level, a lot of people saying "nyet." "Nyet" means no in Russian old school russian what is old school russian you know don't much change in russia what is old school russia what what is it like hey gang this is that new hip russian no ukraine well it's it's not part of russia anymore (laughs) that would be their slogan ukraine it's not part of russia anymore the marshall islands come in at number nine uh not much to do huge problems with alcohol obesity and drugs now look i don't have a problem with alcohol or drugs uh it seems like the whole not much to do says while people sit around drinking eating And doing drugs because there's not much to do other than sit around drinking alcohol, getting fat on eating too much bullshit, and doing drugs. Now, look, I'm all for the alcohol and the drugs, but I am so sugar. uh, I'm a sugar Nazi. You know that, right? Yeah. Yeah? (laughs) How do you know that I'm a sugar? Relearn how to cook everything to get sugar in it. Sugar, like honey. What happens if sugar comes in the house? It's it's not good. It's not good. Well, it's good for like maybe 20 minutes and then after that it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> it's it's not good when I notice it. Is that what you're saying? No. It's, it's not good after that. Why is it not good after that? It's you, not me. <laughs> but when we go to the grocery store, we get to get a treat, right? We'll get some ice cream and not even a big ice cream we get a little ice cream right yeah because that's what it is treats are treats there once in a while also if we had you know a gallon up there i'd be eating half a day just because i love ice cream. yeah it's <laughs> and it's I mean, every now and then. it's extremely not good for you uh nigeria bogo haram in the north huge slums and a lot of problems with corruption and poverty Lagos was a friendly place, though. Uh, yeah. Places you will never catch me. Nigeria. Probably. I don't know. I don't think I'm traveling outside of uh, North America. <laughs> oh, wow. For a while. For and ever. Um, I've been to Central America. We've been all over Central America. Right? Belize and fucking all those other places. All over the Caribbean. Um, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you're you're asking me to go to another continent? Uh, you know. See, I know everywhere I've been, it'll be a hell of a walk, but I could walk home. Yeah. All my shit's there, dude. I gotta get back. Uh, (laughs) the Solomon Islands come in at number seven. Insanely expensive for both food and public transport. Puddles colored red by... Betel, beetle beetle nut everywhere in the capital look these beetles have got to curb their sexual enthusiasm Hey, uh let's see let's do a google search i am not the young jamie i the slow Mitch. b e t e l n u t bam uh beetle nut alcohol and drug how dangerous is betel nut? Go away, go away. This red residue is the telltale sign of the betel nut, which is chewed by millions of people across the globe. In its most basic form, betel nut is a seed of the arica catechu a type of palm tree it's commonly chewed after being ground up or sliced and wrapped in leaves of the piper betley vine would you say that, that is that, that same b e t l e betley betel piper betel vine yeah. that have been coated with lime this is known as betelquid. Tobacco or flavorful spices may also be added. Okay. So what he's saying is there are puddles. Puddles on the street of shit that gets you high. In the capital of this country in the capital of the solomon islands so wow. it's like see that's a, that's a new show that's the new Hell tv yeah. show go to these different places and take advantage of their local drug solomon islands go go slurp pub puddles <laughs> go slurp pug puddles go slurp puddles in the solomon islands for the uh, betel nut, beetle nut, and uh, everywhere in the capital, Venezuela comes in at number six. Street violence and political unrest, really, no. in Venezuela, and and there's I'm well, I'm being sarcastic. In, okay, so this is Jacob Oster's uh, article. Yeah. And and he's a young guy, he's twenty eight, but uh he says here I crashed with a bus and watched a fellow backpacker die. Um I think he meant he crashed in a bus. Wouldn't that make that one number one? <laughs> um saying, in my view, the most dangerous country in the world for a plane tourist slash backpacker uh yeah i don't i'm not going there i'm not going to the ukraine i'm not going to nigeria but this guy's uh you know he's backpacking around the world that is where he is expedition com. chad not that annoying chad the fallout podcast not That annoying asshole Chad from that podcast, I should say. Not uh, not, not a guy I know that puts a whole lot of uh, right-wing political stuff up on Facebook that never gets any likes or comments. Chad, in the capital of N'Jumana. I'm going to guess that's how you say that. N'Jumana? N'Jumana. Chad, in the capital of N'Jumana, people may chase you all over town if you happen to take a photo of them. The rest of the country outside the capital is presently off-limits for most travelers. Many very friendly people there also, of course. Um, okay. So why would somebody chase you all over town for taking their picture? Were they like... I bet you caught them like picking their nose or something. They were like, get that out of your phone. No, they just, they're cut. Don't put that on Facebook, you fucking asshole. All cameras on the way in. Why? Like a customs type thing? If they don't want you taking pictures. Nah, man, you got there, but people are chasing you out of town if you take a photo of them. Look, Gregor, you didn't get my goods. So I had a booger hanging out. You know, there is something going on they didn't want that damn picture going up on facebook gambia at number four gambia corrupt police officers is a big problem crossing the trans gambian highway Boy, you thought you thought stairway to heaven was a cool name crossing the trans gambian highway it almost sounds like something that you shouldn't say these days what are you (laughs) I'm Trans Gambian. (laughs) Don't you laugh at me. This is how I identify. I'm Trans Gambian. Crossing the Trans Gambian Highway from the north part of Senegal to the south, of course. It depends on how deep the rain is. The road goes through Gambian. That is why it's called the Trans Gambian Highway. It's trying a new lifestyle out. Some people call it exploring. They're just getting in touch with their real selves until the bridge will someday be finished. Expect waiting times of two to four days. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, boss, I'm not coming in today. <laughs> Why? The Transgambian Highway has got a traffic backup. Um, I'll try again in two to four days. Okay, thanks. Bye the coast is nice though and most people are very friendly okay so at number three we've got Kiribati. uh apparently Kiribati is too many people too hot too much garbage everywhere sewage system the sewerage okay this is why i read that wrong because the word that they have here is sewerage okay there is a sewage system and there is a sewer system but there is not a sewerage system the sewerage system spills out into the ocean but current and the half moon shaped size of the main island means that it floats right back this is Kiribati possibly for the same reason the people are often seen defecating right on the beach. Hence not a recommended place for swimming. Quite lazy people. <clears throat> makes you think of beach in a whole different way, doesn't it? Uh, dude. I well, look, these carry- people are taking shits right there on the beach. Now it look like listen. If we're going to go back in the woods a little bit and dig a latrine and everybody agrees that we go over there to where that big pile of sticks is, where you can get a little privacy and you want to take a dump in there, that is awesome. But when you're doing it right there where I'm going to be laying out tomorrow and I'm going to roll over and get a big old facial turd across my fucking forehead, look like, damn, the world's giant fucking cat box right there. The damn waves come in. North Korea comes in at number two. Uh they will show you only the facade, nice hotels, schools, etc. They will of course not show you how people really live, their horrendous prison camps, and the way they indoctrinate their people from the day they are born. Now listen to me, if you have not tuned into the Joe Rogan podcast and listened to a lady named Yeomi Park and her experience of um of North Korea. Growing up in North Korea, starving to death, eating rats. And rats was like, you are lucky that you got a rat and they would eat grasshoppers and shit they would find around. They went around and killed all the fucking dogs so people would not have dogs to eat. That is some bullshit. So yeah, if you ever want to hear about really scary shit that goes on in Korea... You listen to Joe Rogan's podcast with a lady named Yayomi Park. And it was in the last six months uh, as we are recording this in November of 21. I'm thinking it was somewhere in uh, July or August of 21. So go check that out if you really want to hear what scary, scary shit is like in North Korea. Uh, Guinea is at number one. Uh, let's see. Conakry? Conakry? Conakry is C O N A K R Y. Is the capital, the capital is, in my opinion, the worst city in the world. With a name like Conakry, how could it be the best place in the world? Obviously, it sounds like cranky. It sounds like something you're trying to get a. That sounds like a bunch of Conakry. You know, it sounds like some shit you. (laughs) Right? Right? It sounds like a bunch of damn Conakry. Y'all need to shut the fuck up with that, you know? Conakry, the capital, in my opinion, the worst city in the world. It is overpopulated, and traffic stands almost completely still for hours each day. That must be on the uh, Transgambian Highway. I know, right? Uh no, they have you been to Atlanta. Police and military are super corrupt. Not just regular corrupt, but you can tell by the gold embroidered capes they have decided to wear. Police and military are super corrupt and will demand bribes at many roadblocks and checkpoints. Uh yeah, and I have a jacket that I like to wear when I go out. It is also the jacket that I wear when I do yard work. It is also the jacket that I used to power wash in. And it is an old, ripped-up, war-torn, coming-apart-at-the-seams jacket. But nobody, I mean nobody, will ask me for a penny when I wear that jacket. So, this has been another episode of your new favorite podcast Shit talking, salty clickbait. April has joined me here. Thank y'all for listening. She's bringing me over here a drink. Oh shit! Here we go. Woo! I was getting ready to do the damn sign off, but then she broke me this little. uh, Can you hear that? That is my shot glass full of uh, fireball. Come on, clink me, right on, and then we clinked, and then we drank. Ooh, love that fireball! Anything else here to clip? Uh, I'm looking for some clickbait to share with y'all. I don't know. Uh, Oh wait, this is that dude's website. That's travel everywhere. Uh, No, I'm sorry, expedition everywhere. Y'all check out expedition everywhere. She brought me some water. We had an expedition everywhere. We went down to the beach. April caught a flounder. everything else. I caught a whiting that the the lady was extremely happy that I gave to her. There was nobody else on the pier but us fishing. There was an old man sitting down there in a chair just looking up at the sky going, why do I do this every day? (laughs) But we were just sitting there fishing and... I mean, they weren't biting for... Look, the water, 72, 74 degrees. I mean, it is perfect fall fishing fucking weather. And they were not biting for a fucking thing. And the thing that sucks is, the first night we were there, they were jumping out of the water, and we were on the pier. And we were like, no, because if we go all the way back, and then we get all our shit, and we come back out here, we only get to fish for like an hour. And then we were like, well, no, fuck that. We'll just fucking go home and then go out like an overnight the fucking hurricane came <laughs> no rain but good lord jesus you could have blown away to eyes and all that damn wind like 20 degrees difference yeah and it cooled off a lot mm-hmm. <sighs> at night and then it got all shitty and, we got here and, it was about 40. and then well we went fishing the next day well, yeah. and didn't catch a damn thing except you caught a flounder Right? That was about 12 inches. You caught and I a stingray. Caught a stingray that was about 15 pounds, but we cut the line because I didn't feel like dicking with it. The whiting? And then we caught the whiting that I gave to the lady that was on the pier at night, right before the pier closed. Wasn't there another one? No, there was no other fish. It was just those. I tell you well, what, boy. if you had to buy that fish by the pound, that would be some expensive-ass... We got, we got a few. Well, that was one Better of our... We do we do our little escapes to the beach. We, we you know it's like two hundred fifty bucks. We just pay cash for everything, and we go down there, right? And we get a, a spot for a couple of days, and that's you know a camping spot right by the pier. That's like ninety some dollars at all the taxes and all the bullshit that you got to pay. Right. We're up there, and then you know <laughs> you're gonna spend fifty bucks to go fish. You know for your pier pass and all your bait and all your bullshit and we took our rods and all that shit and then where were we that after that we were just like okay we're out here on the pier cutting up our fucking (laughs) our bait and throwing it out there yeah and it didn't matter people were (laughs) people were out there fishing with the shrimp i do not like to fish with shrimp just because it's I like to fish with squid or I like to fish with cut bait, you know, mullet or something like that. It's just shrimp. It just comes off the hook way too damn easy. Okay. Well, there you go. We just thought we'd tell you about that. We're going to do a little bit more work on the grump bunker this week and going to have a good time. I think this episode will be coming out sometime close to Thanksgiving. So, if you guys are about to have a Thanksgiving meal, if you're Showing this podcast off to a good friend while you make that long COVID-infested drive across America. While you're doing that, and as April falls over in laughter. While you're doing that, if you're doing that, and uh I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. Yay, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Happy, happy, and thanks for listening to the podcast. This is the Shit Talk and Salty Clickbait That's podcast. Right, but if you would like to send me an email, you can do that at 76.1 the vault at gmail.com. And please give me a like on Facebook. I've got like 20 likes. The Shit Talk, SHT Talk, and Salty Clickbait podcast. Because. There is truth in advertising when I say what that is, right? I mean, that's what we do. We click on shit, and we talk shit about it, and then you guys hopefully laugh at it and decide this is a podcast worth listening to. Okay! Talk to you later, gang. Bye-bye.